God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go race. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. A very diverse cast of automobile racing characters. With your host, NBC Sports television analyst and part-time midget racer, it's D. Welch and Mr. Dylan Welch. Yeah, you damn right I got that out there. Oh, that stupid-ass flagman. They got a dumb-ass flagman they can't see. And an expert in only one category, food. Now, look how big those things are. Little meat on the bone there. And cook perfect. Well, sometimes racing, but mostly food. When you're talking a, a meal, like people I'm about to die, I will ask for 15 to 20 chicken wings. It's heavy lunch, Tyler Burnett. It's episode 42 of the Loud Pedal Podcast here on Flow Racing, and we are back. This is the on-the-road version, apparently, and you're going to see our guest today, Isaac Chapel, is also in his uh, truck working, if you will. I am in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. I am... Uh, at a cafe, you know, leeching off the internet. D. Welch is getting ready to go to a network television production meeting, so we're all over the place today. But uh, it's going to be good to talk to our buddy Ginge, don't you think, D. Welch today? Absolutely. He's uh, he's had some success here. He's you know obviously won three boss races in a row, and uh, longtime friend of mine. His uh, his first kind of foray into national racing was as a crew guy for brian clausen incorporated when i was driving for them so he uh he showed up on the doorstep of our shop and went racing with us you know 10 years ago or however many years it was now and um you know he's been been around it ever since so it'll be it'll be fun to talk to him and i'm happy that he's been having some success lately yeah i remember you and isaac and keith gummer and larry bows and you guys hanging out the SmackDown one year. It was a it was a big time. Actually, that was the year that I announced. So, uh, Natty Lights did me in a couple of the nights, but um, it was uh, he's he's a cool kid, and uh, he has a wife now. He's he's tried the whole USAC National Sprint Car Series full time thing, where he's had his own team, and uh, now he's still running his own team and winning races with Boss, um, the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Car Series, which is based somewhere in Ohio, I guess, like the Fremont, Tiffin, Tiffin area, I guess, would be where the series is, is um, you know, st- stationed or whatever. Aaron Fry started the series, and uh, he has now won three in a row, his latest coming at Waynesfield in the Jack Hewitt Classic, um, which when I was at Waynesfield, it was one of the biggest races um, there, just because to win in Jack Hewitt's honor is always cool, but Every time you would see like USAC drivers, uh, you know, like Brian Clawson and even Kyle Larson won it one year, Timez, Justin Grant, Robert Ballou, those guys would come out just because it was in Hewitt's name. Yeah, I mean, I think any race that's, you know, that that carries an association with a guy like Jack, you know, is going to be something that people want to win, you know, whether it's a boss race or a USAC race or an unsanctioned race, you know, I mean, I think, it, I think when it's the Jack Hewitt Classic, you know, that's important to people, so... Um, it's cool that, you know, Isaac has, has been able to kind of add his name to the, the list of guys that have won that race. And, um, yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, it's, you know, there's been a lot of, a lot of really good racers that have won it. So, um, need of him to, to be able to add his name to that list. We've actually had a lot of people call for Isaac to come on the show. Um, it's cause Isaac's a likable kid. He's 
you know, not, you know, nice kid. He, he talks about how he's, you know, working similar to Robert Blue, 60 hours a week or whatever. Um, but he's just quiet, humble, uh, gets out of the car, you know, um, excited to win, but also, you know, just, just a humble guy. And, um, it's, it's going to be fun to talk to him. Let's talk about, um, the Knoxville race coming up this week. Uh, USAC, um, is going back to the famed Knoxville raceway this week. Um, Tyler Courtney won one of the features last year while Brady Bacon won, uh, the, the July 11th race. Um, the year before that bacon swept both the Knoxville races. D, D- Welch, I think going to Knoxville this year, bacon might be the favorite. Yeah. I mean, he's, he certainly, uh, has the numbers on his side, you know, and I think that, um, you know, he should, he should be, be right there in contention again. You know, there, there's guys that, you know, like Justin Grant won uh, a few years ago in Sam McGee's car, you know, obviously a guy like Wyndham, you know, is always good on the big flat half miles, you know, kind of like, uh, like Terre Haute, you know, he's obviously really good there. So, I mean, there's, there's guys certainly that'll chat that be able to challenge and should challenge Brady, but I think, um, you know, I think you'd be hard pressed to bet against him for sure. So he's, it's a big money race. We know how he always shows up for those big money shows. So, um, he'll be, he'll be the favorite, no doubt. Yeah, you're right. Huge payday, 20 grand to win for the 30 lap feature, um, on the final night at the Corn Belt Nationals is what the race is called in Knoxville, Iowa. Bacon has four feature wins there. That's the most of all time. Um, Courtney has two. Bud Cading has one. Dick, Dick Tobias, Gary Bettenhausen. Uh, like you said, Justin Grant has one. Sam Sessions, Sammy Swindell, Sheldon Kinzer, and Tom Bigelow all have wins. Uh, the first time USAC actually raced in Knoxville was in 1968. And then they kind of were racing there sporadically. They raced in 71 and 72 also in 73, and then went back in 82, then jumped all the way to 88. And then from 88 until 2010, they hadn't raced at Knoxville at all. And then Bud Cating won in 2010 and Brady Bacon won in 2011. Then they took a break, and now uh, they kind of been back ever since 2017, where Justin Grant went back to victory lane on June 3rd. So hopefully, D. Welch, this race at Knoxville continues. It is one of the biggest paying races of the year for the sprint cars. So I think these boys like to see this race and they go out there and they don't have to race against like, you know, local Indiana competition. You do see some guys um, take the wing off there, but there's a good, there's a good chance that a USAC national competitor is going to win this race and take 20 grand. Yeah. Well, it's a fun weekend. You know, obviously the NASCAR camping world truck series is there uh, on Friday racing, um, you know, and then Knoxville has, uh, you know, has their, their, I think, regular sprint car show and the, the Corn Belt USAC show uh, on Saturday. So it just, it's a fun weekend. You know, it's, it's, if you're a race fan, you know, I know that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, may turn their nose up at, at the stock cars coming in, but uh, it's a national NASCAR series. And, and then you've got, you know, the, the, the non-wing sprint cars too. So um, I think it's a great weekend as a race fan. You know, Knoxville is obviously just such a, um, you know, just such a cool place in general that I think anything that runs there, they do a great job of of promoting and making it an exciting event, um, regardless of what's on the track. So, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully the people that are going out there, you know, are able to go out there for the truck race and and be entertained by that, and then and stay for uh, the sprint cars and vice versa. Maybe there's people going out there for NASCAR that are just going to make a weekend out of it and stay, and uh, obviously will be entertained by the the sprint cars on Saturday. For sure. Check out the USAC Corn Belt Nationals at Knoxville Raceway this weekend. It's all live on flowracing.com. 
Let's go over our Sun Dollar Restoration Hat Shakes of the Week brought to you by Sun Dollar Restoration. Uh, based in Carmel, Indiana, the company um, is a tremendous one. They, they fix water, fire, mold damage. Um, if you have any kind of catastrophes happen to your house, your insurance company will pay um, for the things that Sun Dollar Restoration will do to your house to fix um, all the damages you have. You just need to sign up and then they will kind of get the process rolling for you going through your insurance company and uh, will restore anything you need on your house or commercial you know, buildings, whatever. Sun Dollar Restoration at sundollar.net. All right, let's go through uh, some of the winners. Justin Peck won at Lincoln Speedway with the winged 410 sprint cars. Larson won at Grandview. This was PA Sprint Week where Danny Dietrich um, became a PA Sprint Week champion. Anthony Macri won at Port Royal Speedway. Um, I guess it's in the URC race. I, was that a 360 race? Yeah, I guess Macri won or 358 or whatever they race out there. And then Larson um, uh, won at Port Royal uh, on Wednesday, June 30th. Um, am I looking at, I think Bill Baylog won again. Congratulations, always wins in, uh, with the IRA. Uh, looks like Stanball won at Great Lakes Super Sprints feature race. Congratulations to Max Stanball. Brad Sweet back to victory lane at uh, Cedar Lake Speedway. Uh, D. Welch Sweet was struggling there a little bit. Now he's finally kind of getting back to his winning ways. Yep, just in time for uh, for August to roll around. So you're gonna gonna get the ship right. It may as well do it before the nationals. <laughs> Yeah, you might as well. Ohio Valley Speedway is where Isaac Chapel got one of his victories. He also won at uh, Waynesfield. It was double feature wins for Brad Sweet with the World of Outlaws. Uh, so congratulations again to them. Logan Seavey won at Kokomo in the nine-wing 410 sprint cars. Shane Cottle uh, won a feature race at Putnamville. That was with the USAC Midwest Regional Midget Series. Shane Cottle won a midget race. I know. How about wow. that? How about that? KT won at Lincoln Park Speedway. I believe that's probably where my hat shakes going. Uh, an impressive drive from 14th to first uh, to win for KTJ Putt in the bottom. I know he and JG were kind of joking around on Twitter. I wouldn't tweet about Putt in the bottom, but um, I've seen. I I swear I saw Courtney go 22nd to to first in that that 23C car. You know, uh, just putting the bottom around that thing. You can make it go around there pretty quick. Oh yeah, you can. I mean, I mean it's. You know, it's, especially if it gets pushed, if the cushion gets pushed way up, you know, high and it's super thick, you know, you can make some time up there on the bottom. But, um, but yeah, it was a good run for him. And then, and CJ Leary, that was the Bill Gardner Sprintacular. And uh, CJ Leary won the first night and then also won the night before uh, at Plymouth. So uh, he had a pretty good weekend himself, too. Leary's been pretty hot. I mean, he, he likes those big tracks, too. He might be another guy to watch out for going into Knoxville. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's always good at those places. You know, he's, they've got, uh, you know, got some momentum on their side too. kind of, you know, winning always helps things. So um, that's, uh, you know, they're, they're rolling good, getting ready to head to the big show too. If I'm reading this correctly, team has went up there and beat up on Kevin Olson in the Badger midget series at Sun Prairie. Um, so nice win for team as, uh, Tanner Carrick won a 360 race at Placerville. Congratulations to him. Brent Marks won at Sealands Grove in the 410 Sprint Car. And Kale Thomas 
one at Wayne County in the 410 Sprint Car as well. I believe that is everything that I'm looking at here. Uh, Danny Dietrich, I said he was the, the champion. Oh, Corey Eliason won a 360 Sprint Car race, and so did um, Justin Henderson, both at, at Knoxville. Justin Henderson's came in the 410 Sprint Car, so Eliason and Henderson uh, winners at Knoxville over the weekend in the wing cars. Damian Gardner won at Santa Maria Speedway in the USAC CRA Sprint Car Series. Um, I think there was some interesting stuff there happening. Someone got ran over by a push truck, like the car did, not a person. Did you see? Did you see that? That was, was always fun. That was pretty nuts. But anyways, who's your Sun Dollar Restoration Hashtag of the Week? Well, I'll keep the I'll keep it with the USAC team, and I was going to give mine to CJ Leary. Um, <clears throat> not only for for doubling up this weekend, but um, you know that race at Plymouth was. Um, you know, he had his hands full there at the end. I mean, the track was, I think, pretty tricky. I mean, he couldn't hardly see anything anyways, first of all. But, um, you know, the, the cushion was pretty pretty tricky. And um, I think it was Grant that was behind him that kind of closed in on him the last couple laps. And they were having to work through lap traffic and stuff. So, um, as uh, as Chris Wilkie has said before, he's got his white flag fever vaccination and uh, didn't do anything dumb and give it away. So, that was, uh, that was a good win for him. That was. Congratulations to him and uh, Kevin Thomas Jr. on winning the Sun Dollar Restoration Hat Shakes of the Week from us. All right, D. Welch, you're heading to Iowa this week. Is that right? And Atlanta? I'm headed to Knoxville. Yep, headed to Knoxville. Knoxville, and then from there to Atlanta. So I'll get, get my NASCAR fill this weekend. Get your NASCAR fill. Right. So um, they're racing at Knoxville? No, Cup NASCAR is the trucks. Oh, they are? Wow, that's that's how in the loop I am now. <laughs> I literally said that 30 minutes ago when we were not even 30 minutes ago, like five minutes ago. So thanks for paying attention. I know. I didn't I didn't know uh, I didn't know when that truck race was. That's how much I pay attention to NASCAR nowadays. Um, but there are some I mean, well Donnie Schatz is running in that race, right? Who who else is running in that thing? Uh, from some of the dirt guys. Ryan Brown, Parker Price Miller. Uh, Briscoe, so good group. The law firm. That'd be, yep. that'd be, that'd be good to see PPM in a truck. Uh, that should be fun. All right, have fun out there. Let's talk to Isaac Chapel. He is next. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast on Flow Racing. Our presenting sponsor of the Loud Pedal Podcast, it's Quick Pits and QuickPits.com. It's your one-stop shop for over 350,000 national parts and accessories from the brands you demand. Truck, Jeep, I'm getting ready to get me a Jeep, so I'm excited about that. Uh, Jeep Auto and ATV with fast, free shipping to your door. Use promo code FLOWSPORTS at checkout for additional savings. That's Quick Pits. Gentlemen, start your engine. The race cars too are historic. They are the ancestors of the current Indianapolis car. As we get ready for exciting USAC dirt car racing. But we're not here for horses, we're here for horsepower. And we're back on the Loud Pedal Podcast here on Flow Racing. Dylan Welch, we're joined by Ginge Isaac Chapel, who has won three Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Car Series events in a row. The latest coming at the Jack Hewitt Classic at Waynesfield. Isaac, how are you, how are you buddy? Uh, good to talk to you. 
I'm good. I'm doing good. How are you guys? Doing good. So uh, let's talk about you, uh, your last few races. It's been a good, uh, a good stretch for you. Um, and you obviously got the Hewitt victory, which I know was pretty cool. So um, feels feels nice to, to get some races, some race wins consistently under your belt, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's been a been a good little stretch. We've been having some fun. Uh, obviously, the Hewitt one was was a pretty big deal for me. And um, I think anybody in open wheel racing would uh, understand that one and how special it is. So that was definitely the highlight of the run that we've been on lately. And uh, right there at Tyler's home track, Waynesfield Raceway Park. That's right. The good old Waynesfield. Uh, we just went there for Ohio Sprint Week. What did what did Jack tell you and Vicky Elaine? He had to tell you something funny. Yeah, you know, he was uh, I don't know, pretty chill Saturday. He just kind of told me good job and uh, good job running running the leader down and, and making it happen. It was just more than anything. It was cool to uh, stand there with him, and that's just getting that that photo with him will probably be something that I uh, I guess cherish or keep forever. I know that, you know, you, you obviously you ran stuff, you know, we were in rolling stuff for a long time, but, uh, you know, it was a, it was a hard road for you at times, you know, just kind of getting experience and getting the seat time you needed to, you know, to be competitive. Um, so now that, you know, you, you know, you've, you've done that, you've run the sprint car for, I don't, you know, I don't know how many years now, you know, five or six probably. And, and you're, you know, you're competitive, you go to these places and you're, you're good, you're contending for wins. Um, you know, is that, is that you feel like, is it, you know, mission accomplished when you kind of made the decision to, to run the sprint car? I mean, are you, are you happy with where you're at, you know, as a, as a driver right now? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's just, it's one of those things that takes, it takes time to get good. And, uh, yeah, right. It's been five or six years of doing it now. And, uh, I don't know, it's just really in my some some guys are taken in and naturally they're they're good right away naturally talented i guess and other guys kind of have to be taught do it the hard way and, and learn it and figure it out that's the road that i've kind of been on i think five or six years is kind of maybe when when it seems to come around for some guys and lately i've been feeling pretty good um uh so it's it's definitely feels like it's all starting to pay off a little bit and going and racing we can and what makes sense for us and for my team and um hopefully we can keep it up yeah you guys have been really good uh i watched your race at eldora you made the features there and um you know fast uh your crew's been good i am kyle warner i know kyle warner from from ohio um he he's working with you a little bit um you know these guys are they're, they're, you guys are kind of like the working class sprint car racers, but you go out there and still win races, though. Yeah, yeah, uh, something like that. I I work a lot, and uh, I might sound like Robert Blue here, but uh, I work 50 or 60 hours a week, and I sit in a truck, too. So um, it's it makes it tough to race. Uh, I don't sleep very much but because uh, I have been trying to race quite a bit, too, and kind of travel around a little bit still because I – I just like it that much. I enjoy doing it that much. And, um, 
luckily my my wife is all on board totally understanding about it i don't see her much but uh she comes to the shop and and keeps me fed and uh yeah like you said i got guys like kyle who are they go when they can kyle he's he's got a family now so it's hard to get him to leave the like a 30 mile radius of lima ohio but um i got a couple other guys that it's just like if i'm in their area they show up and uh brandon and lee and uh guys like that it's it's pretty cool we all we all worked hard hard to do it and to have success together you know kind of gives us the motivation to keep going what are you doing for work now what's your day job uh, i work for scott petrie um obviously he owns petrie motorsports but the way he makes his money he has a petrie excavating company so um i drive a truck most of the time and uh occasionally you might see me at a midget race with him or um, i spent the spent the winter in the race shop working on midgets so he keeps me busy kind of doing whatever he needs me to do and uh at the same time he's a racer so um he understands that you know when i have a race i need a day off and i get to go but if i'm not racing i'm working if i'm not working i'm racing <laughs> i think i'm pretty sure the last time all three of us chatted was uh at kokomo during the smackdown wasn't it d welch with larry bows and uh keith gummer and all, all those guys I know that your buddies with Larry, um, you know, he stepped down at Eldora. I know he was over there working at IMS a little bit, but just his legacy at Eldora Speedway is, is pretty much unmatched, don't you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Larry's a great guy. And, uh, you know, he was he was at IMS last week um, for the battle at the Brickyard. This year it was, uh, it was on a dirt track instead of out in the parking lot. And we actually built the dirt track. Um, Scott, Scott and us did there at the Speedway. Um, so we built the quarter midget track in the infield of that. So I got to spend a whole day with Larry. It was kind of like old times. I hadn't really spent that much time with him in a while. And, uh, same old Larry, he hasn't changed. He's a good dude. And, uh, that's the great thing about, uh, racing is you meet people like him and, um, lifelong friends. What's your, uh, what's your plans the rest of the year, Isaac, when, when's your next race? What do you, what do you got? up next um so i'm gonna go to atomic this saturday there's a boss race there um so i i should probably go to that and you know see if we can maybe make it four in a row i don't know i'm just taking it one at a time i know three in a row um even if it was in go-karts i probably wouldn't have told you that so it's been pretty cool but um we're gonna do that saturday we haven't made all the boss races because I, I did go to Eldora for Let's Race 2 and I had something come together for a little 500, so I had to miss a race for that. Um, we're just going to kind of keep going, though, and maybe see how many points we can make up um, if there's a chance to make up the ground that we've lost and um, do whatever makes sense kind of on a week-to-week -week basis. And um, I love Eldora, so I know I'll be at Fork Ground and um, try to hit a few more USAC shows here and there. So that's about it. Did you, you ran, you ran with USAC full time a couple of years, right? Did you ever go out to Knoxville or no? Yeah, I did go to Knoxville. Uh, I've been there a couple of times. I really enjoy Knoxville and that's a neat event they have Saturday. Uh, like I said, I am going to Atomic though. So I'll have to, have to miss it this year. That place that's another is, big place, place though. Is, yeah. Yeah, that's, 
you just like it seems like you like the big speed tracks no i do like big tracks i don't know uh for some reason that's that's what i've really enjoyed i love going to port royal and eldora uh lakeside in kansas city it seems like anywhere big where you can uh kind of get some momentum build up and spread out a little more and it's just kind of more my racing more my style of racing i guess Ty, anything else? No, I guess um, good luck the rest of the year. I know the Boss Series is 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 a tough uh, series. I know there's there's so many guys that raced at Waynesfield and, and, and Ohio and around that area that race in that series, and I know that uh, those guys are putting it on do a good job. So um, it's been fun to watch you, and congratulations on the Hewitt win. I know that was a, that was a big win, especially uh, in the name of a legend like that. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, like you said, the Boss Series has been good for what for what we can do right now. Um, it's just kind of where our, my team's finances are, and we can afford to race competitively with them and feel like we have a shot every night, and they have a decent payout and a good deal going there with Aaron Fry. So uh, thank you guys for having me on. It was good to talk to you.